Good morning. Welcome to Bethel. Good to greet you in the name of Jesus Christ on this Lord's Day. Uh, good to uh, see so many visitors here with us this morning. Thank you all for, for braving the, uh, the elements to be here this morning. And for those who did not brave the elements but are watching us online, it's good to have you with us as well. Uh, just a few announcements for us this morning. Remind our women that there is a called uh, Bethel Women's Ministry Meeting uh, immediately following the uh, worship service. Uh, and you all meet over here in the chapel, I believe. Is that right, Kelly, Michelle? Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> so you all meet right over here in the chapel right after the worship service. Uh, the, the church stained glass tour that we have been uh, talking about has been canceled this evening because of weather, and they hope to have it again next year. So just be aware of that. Uh, First Baptist is having their live nativity program, and that will be tomorrow starting at 6 p.m., I believe, and running every 20 minutes, so for you to be aware of that. Also, uh, several have asked, and just for you to be aware, we do have our regular schedule for next Sunday morning. So Sunday school at 10 o'clock, worship at 1055, and then that evening we will have our uh, Christmas Eve communion and candlelight service, and that will be at 5 p.m. Of course, we'll keep you reminded of that throughout the week. Uh, There's other information in your bulletin, uh, but just a couple other announcements for us. Uh, Because this morning's lessons and carols, uh, we don't have a children's sermon, and that's usually the time you send your children to the nursery. Uh, So what we'll do is after uh, we have our our prayer of adoration and confession and the word of pardon, and then we will excuse our children at that time. And I'll remind you when we get to that point, but that's probably about the best time. Does that work for y'all? Oh, there, I had to look behind the tree. Okay. Okay. but it is our lessons and carol service, and so as we prepare, I'd like to encourage you to keep in mind uh, that although this is a different format, it is a worship service, and we have the added bonus of a Jesus lookalike up front this morning with Sam Cathcart. Um, it is a worship service, and all the music and scripture readings are, are elements of worship, uh, so let's engage with them as such this morning. And to lead us in that time of worship, we'll have the Pope family come forward for the lighting of the Advent candle. Christmas 
We'll take our red hymnals now and turn to number 208, O Come All Ye Faithful. Red hymnal number 208, and we will stand together. seated. Let's pray it out together. Our most wonderful God, we have come to praise and adore you for that miracle of the incarnation. That the second person, the triune Godhead, was born that first Christmas day. Jesus Christ, fully God, fully man, fully divine, fully human, was born to save his people from their sins and to the grace of eternity with you. And so it was this birth that caused the angels to announce it and the shepherds to confess it and wise men to seek it. And for us as your people to celebrate that wonderful miracle of salvation, which is for all of God's people, that good news of great joy. So I pray that as we are gathered this morning for lessons and carol service, that our hearts and minds are fully and faithfully set on that miracle. And on that salvation that is ours through faith, and the one who was born, the incarnate God, that day some 2,000 years ago. We also pray for your mercy. 
as we take this time to confess how we have not lived and loved for your glory, how we have sought more joy in our sins than in you, that we have not always greeted or treated it as that good news of great joy. We trust in your perfect mercy and grace that you will hear us as we take this time now to personally and privately come and confess and to trust that you hear and forgive us. Hear us now as we pray in this way. Our God, as we pray in this way, may we be reminded of this verse, which is so near and dear to many of us, this, this, this verse full of grace and hope and forgiveness. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. We praise you for your love, your mercy, and your grace, and how all this is known in and through Jesus Christ. So it's in him and through him we make this prayer now. In his name alone. Amen. This time we will dismiss our children to, to nursery. You know, we've raised good Presbyterian children when we do something different and they don't know what to do. <laughs> we've done a good job, y'all. Let's hear now the words of the promise from God's word beginning in Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. And I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? And the man said, The woman who you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit of the tree and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, Cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, 
and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Then turn to Isaiah. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this.
Let us now take our red hymnals and turn to number 196. Come now long expected Jesus. Red hymnal number 196 and we will stand together.
from Luke chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when, Quir when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. As we prepare to take up our offering, let me pray for that time here. Lord, we come to you as we just heard those precious words from the Gospel of Luke. You so loved your people that you gave your son the best gift that could ever be given, the best gift that could ever be received. And here now in our time of offering, we have the privilege of recognizing that, believing in that, and showing that truth in the way we give to the church. So as the plates are prepared to go around, may the funds that are collected come from those who know you, who love you, who long to worship you, and to walk more in your footsteps. And all that is done in this, from the giving of gifts to the gift givers, may you and you alone be glorified. We praise now in Jesus' name. Amen.
From the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. In the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. An angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there is with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning the child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Let's now take our red hymnals and turn to number 214, which is based upon this story. Red hymnal number 214, angels we have heard on high and we will stand together.
You may be seated.
as we prepare to close with the benediction, I'd just like to say this. Um, if you haven't been involved with, with the process of Lessons and Carols, you, you don't have a full appreciation of all the work that goes into this. This is something Bootsy begins doing in, in the summer and, and preparing for it and practicing this on the organ day after day after day. Trust me, I know because I sit right over there and I hear her practicing and she brings the choir in and everything. So there's a lot of, of effort and work and diligence that's brought into this. So at this time, if we could, in the most appropriate ARP way, give them a round of applause to show them our appreciation. And that was very appropriate ARP applause. Thank you. Let's stand together now to be dismissed with the grace and blessing of the Lord's benediction. May the grace, mercy, peace, and love of the incarnate God be with you now and forevermore. Amen.